As the old saying goes, fool me once, shame on Honda, fool me twice, shame on McLaren. Look, there's no doubt that Norris and Piastri is one of the most exciting lineups with some of the most potential for 2023. And Norris has shown time and time again over the last couple of years, even in subpar machinery, just how good of a driver he is. In fact, I think he's one of the most underrated on the grid, which says a lot given how highly rated he is. On top of this, Piastri is definitely one of the most exciting talents to win his way through the junior series since Hamilton way back in 2007. This is the type of driver lineup that given the correct machinery, I would have no doubt could bring the fight to the likes of Verstappen, Leclerc, Russell and Hamilton. The talent is simply there. However, I do worry with this hasty driver change to Piastri, as solid a decision as it was, harkens back to a similar hasty move that McLaren made with the Honda engine all the way back in 2017. Between 2015 and 2017, Honda failed, much like Ricardo did, to give McLaren the absolute pace that they needed to fight towards the front. They tried again and again with continuous upgrades working as hard as they could to give McLaren an engine that they deserve. And of course, there were key issues behind the reasons why they couldn't, such as trying to get on top of the split turbo, which was pioneered by Mercedes, and the MGUH is massively complex, on top of the fact that McLaren more or less forced Honda's hand and got them to move into Formula One in 2015, a year earlier than they wanted. All of this together caused a situation that made it very, very difficult for Honda to give McLaren the performance that they wanted. And obviously Honda went on to win a championship with Red Bull. But there's no doubt that much like Ricardo's performances, the Honda engine that was in the back of that McLaren was a massive letdown. And then McLaren switched to Renault engines for the 2018 season, pushing Honda aside and blaming them almost entirely for their lack of pace, only for that switch out to show up a lot of key issues inside McLaren that they had been blaming on Honda for their performance. And they had an awful 2018 season, even with the new engine, and one that was in the back of a Red Bull performing well and therefore couldn't be blamed for all of their problems. This caused a massive shakeup inside McLaren and essentially gave us the McLaren that we have today. The similarity I see here is that McLaren, while accepting blame in the Ricardo situation, are more or less saying that they've tried everything and that Ricardo simply can't adapt to the car, which is objectively an absolutely accurate assessment of the situation. Especially given the fact that Norris over the past two seasons, while Ricardo has been there, has put in some absolutely stellar drives. Again, highly rated but still underrated driver in my opinion. And this is where the concern comes in for me because Norris recently spoke about the McLaren car and the fact that Ricardo was leaving. Norris recently said, this year's car has been the furthest away from what I want. Last year was maybe a good middle ground. This year we got further away from driving the car I feel like I want to drive or would suit me the most. At the end of the day, I always say, give me the quickest car and I feel like I'll be able to drive that rather than the one that does suit my driving style. It's easy to make a car that suits me, but is not always quick. 
So first off, this is the kind of thing that you absolutely want from a driver. You want them to be absolutely highly adaptable. This is the type of driver that we've seen over the years absolutely succeed. For example, look at Alonso's driving style, switching from the Renault back in 2005, 2006 to the newer cars. It looked like he had a crazy kind of reckless oversteery driving style in the Renault, but then was much smoother later down the line in his career. And this was down to the fact that he just adapted his driving style to the car he was in. This is definitely something you want in a driver and should be an area that we look at Norris with a massive amount of praise. But the problem leaks in where I think that McLaren was simply just unable to move the car even slightly towards Ricardo's driving style. And Norris's words kind of highlight the fact that basically he's just had to adapt to the car without McLaren really knowing how to move the car towards him. Now that might not be the case, but that is how it seems from an outside perspective. And if we look at the top teams like Red Bull this year, for example, they started off with a car that was very understeery and wasn't driving to the style of Verstappen. We saw how good Perez was even compared to Verstappen at the start of the season and it looked like the two would be close until they figured out how to move the car more towards that oversteery pointy nature that he and the likes of Hamilton more enjoys. And this reaped the rewards and benefits of giving Verstappen the most dominant season in F1 history. So yes, I agree with Norris that the driver should absolutely be able to adapt and to be honest, it was probably a situation where Carlos Sainz is clearly that type of driver as well, and therefore McLaren could just go to whatever was fastest in the wind tunnel without any real concern for the driver, because they knew that both Norris and Sainz would be able to adapt, where Ricardo couldn't. And this leads me to my key point in this video, and that is that Daniel Ricardo is an incredibly talented driver. And while a lot of the blame lays on him for the fact that he couldn't adapt, the fact is that McLaren were unable to extract the raw talent and pace from a driver of his caliber. And even just a year before he came into McLaren, he was putting a subpar Renault on the podium. He was putting in absolutely incredible drives and putting his stature as an F1 talent above where it had even been at Red Bull, showing what he could do at another team and McLaren were unable to extract basically any of that talent whatsoever, except for that one outside race at Monza. And if Piastri comes in for the 2023 season and struggles as much as Ricardo did, this is going to be a major red flag to McLaren that they can't rely on the driver's adaptability and will also put off any other future talents from wanting to move there. It'll start to be seen as the graveyard of F1 talent. The simple fact is that while the driver does need to be adaptable, and while I think this won't be the case for Piastri, not least of which is the fact that he is a blank F1 slate, more or less, much like Norris was when he came in, and this should allow him to adapt a lot easier, given he doesn't have that prior inner voice telling him what to do on the track or how the car should handle. The key concern, though, is the fact that McLaren at the moment at least, and perhaps this will change with their new wind tunnel, seem absolutely incapable of bringing a car towards their driver. And if it is a situation where Norris and Sainz were able to adapt but Piastri can't, this will not only be bad for McLaren but also could end up ruining Piastri's career. Because at the end of the day, if a driver has an awful rookie season after being one of the most anticipated drivers in recent years, we all know that this is the kind of landscape where another team won't want to take a risk thinking that perhaps McLaren isn't at fault. 
So I just hope that unlike in the Honda days, McLaren have actually looked at why they failed with Ricardo and not just put complete blame on him, hoping that Piastri will be able to jump in and do a Norris and that they start to understand how to move their car further towards the driver so that they don't pinch themselves into a situation where they're not ever able to attract a talent like Piastri or Norris again. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing that we all need to take away from this, subscribe button below. Thanks for watching.